five secrets that get him to commit to you. In this video, you will discover the signals and signs that you want to look out for, that what are you actually presenting yourself to him. You see, it's always about where do you shine the flashlight on? We all have all parts inside of ourselves, but which ones is he actually responding to the most? Let's go ahead and find out. I'm, of course, Antje Boyd, founder and creator of the Magnetize Your Man Method, and this is the channel where we magnetize your man so that the man that you desire loves and pursues you forever. Now, of course, if you're new to my channel, make sure you press that bell right there, that subscribe button, uh, so you get more notified for more juicy videos coming your way. So let's go ahead and dive right into the five secrets that make him commit to you. Number five is pace yourself. So what we're actually looking at is you want to think about this way. Nervous systems talk to each other. So when a nervous system feels safe, they will start taking action. If a nervous system doesn't feel safe, like the nervous system, meaning like the man, uh, will not take action. So what can you do for, for the nervous system to feel safe is pacing yourself. So what that, for example, means is when you find yourself telling yourself stories and you Girlfriend, I used to do that too. I would go on dates and then I would imagine what it would look like to introduce him to my friends and, you know, and to go on vacation with him. And I would have this beautiful future vision that he had no idea about. So I was what I call future anticipating. That was, of course, not serving me at all. So what was happening is that like in my unconscious expectation, I was already going way ahead of the game that caused such a like disassociation within myself, a disconnection and frankly, an inauthenticity because of course, physically speaking, right, actually like meeting the guy, I had like one date with him. That was maybe two hours or I had three phone calls with him. There were maybe 20 minutes each. So meaning that the energy is way ahead of the physical reality. And that's what creates anxiety inside of yourself. And when you experience that anxiety, his nervous system can pick that up and will not feel safe. You know, we have something called mirror neurons inside of ourselves. Monkey see, monkey do. So he is going to either start to feel anxiety too, or he's actually going to feel like suffocated. He's like, he needs to back up. I don't know why, but something is off, something I can't trust until actually like, um, yeah, retreat. So if you want him to commit to you, then it's about like, okay, wow, I noticed I was going on the state and this is what I would start practicing. It's almost like really feeling as if I'm pulling back a Mustang, like a horse, like my mind wants to just run with the energy, wants to just go with the vision. It's just like, whoa, okay, hold on a second. Actually, I had three dates with this guy and they were, you know, they were nice and so on. But that's it. That's all I have. And that's all I know. Same is true with his archetypes inside of himself. 
I have seen maybe two or three archetypes, meaning maybe his king, maybe his little boy, right? Like maybe his um is basically his warrior for sure, because we're always talking about work. But there's many other aspects that I haven't connected with and got to know with at all. So I don't know yet. So that's how it doesn't feel like playing games because it's actually authentic that you don't know this guy. So try that out. Pace yourself. Number four is associate to your emotions. So what does that mean? So what happens is when a woman goes on a date, and I hear this from my clients all the time, and then they feel a level of insecurity, a level of uncertainty, a level of inadequacy, a level of awkwardness, what they do in that moment is they disassociate, they unlink from that emotion. They're like, oh, I don't want the man to feel that. And then they go into just like sort of like a mechanical, robotic, rehearsed kind of dynamic with the man. Now, the problem with that is that he can pick up on that and he will he will respond in a robotic and mechanic kind of way as well, meaning he will have to disassociate from his emotions as well. So now you have two disassociated people with each other and they definitely don't make any decisions because emotion, right, like means actually there's something in motion. That means if there's no connection to the emotions, if there's a disconnection, nothing is moving forward. Here's what this sounds like. Men would come back to us when my husband was working with men for 10 years and report back to us that they had a great time, nice date, and, you know, we'll see. So it was like it wasn't bad. It wasn't like they hated the woman or they didn't like the woman. It, you know, their state was relatively unchanged. So that's what you don't want. What you want to do instead is associate to all of your emotions. Because for one, men can sense it anyways. So the more you can connect to it and actually say, oh, wow, I'm feeling like a little nervous right now. And maybe just like look at him, smile. And then, you know, he's going to respond in some sort of sweet way, right? But he gets to actually feel like, wow, he feels your emotions. He feels his emotions. And the same is true when you tell a story where maybe some sadness comes up, instead of saying, well, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer. I don't want to step into my emotions. I don't want him to feel like like we're raining on his parade. I'm just going to hide it, right? He's going to actually appreciate it very much because you're handing him an emotional resume and you're helping him to create his emotional map inside of himself as well. As a consequence, he will ask you out again because he feels that there's a true state change that has taken place inside of himself and he's curious what else could happen. Now, of course, if you like the content so far, please, again, give it a thumbs up and subscribe for more juicy videos. Number three is don't accommodate. Now, you hear me mention that in my videos a lot. So listen, if you hear something over and over and over again, it's because I hear that from women every single day. Here's how it's going to go. I'm going to get screenshots of text messages and seeing 
that the woman is like going above and beyond for the man, who, by the way, maybe texts her back with one or two sentence answers, or texts her back with no further plans for the future or for the next date. In the meanwhile, she is making herself available on all ends, trying to find creative ways to how the date could be fun or, you know, or no problem. She's not admitting that she's actually disappointed. And of course, it stays in that cycle because the man, for one, doesn't feel her, certainly doesn't trust her, and definitely doesn't respect her. You see, a man needs to also be able to respect you as well. What do you want to do instead? Well, especially when he texts back one sentence or he just talks about his day, you just mirror that. That's it. You don't say more. If anything, say even a little less. Less is more. Because he will think, well, I'm only going to get so far with this woman while I'm texting with her. I think I need to ask her out so I get the full experience of her. But if I get the full experience of her while we're just texting, then why in the world should I go above and beyond? I don't have to. You see, people walk the path of least resistance. has a lot to do with survival. We, of course, want to conserve our energy. And of course, we also see, like, can we get away with getting the cookie from the cookie jar? That has a lot to do with the little boy archetype or the little girl archetype, testing boundaries, stepping into our sovereignty and our emancipation. So this is where this is coming from. And this is where you want to come in and be like, no, 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 you're not accommodating. Number two is hold that tension Baby, and you hear me talk a lot about tension because the truth is when you're actually associated with your emotions, like we talked about in point number four, you will feel what? You're going to feel tension. You're going to feel the tension of how you want to be perceived versus how you're actually feeling. How you want to feel perceived is, let's say, confident. It's, let's say, uh, sexy. Let's say it's feminine, whatever the case may be. In that moment when you're vulnerable, however, how you perceive yourself is rather uh, awkward, embarrassing, guilty, uh, insecure, and so on. So that's the tension that you feel inside of yourself. I have good news for you because one thing I always say is that you are not who you perceive yourself to be, but you can only create what you really want if you're willing to be in that place that somebody else may perceive you differently on the outside, which is actually working in your favor, than how you feel on the inside. So it's really important that when you actually show up, right, like because you say, well, if somebody was vulnerable with me, that'd be like so weird, so awkward. But then for a man who's congruent, who's aligned, who's grounded in his masculine, he will very much appreciate your authenticity and your honesty. Now, because you don't have a map inside of yourself, 
that actually had a positive reinforcement when you're authentic, when you're honest, when you're fully self-expressed with your emotions, that's why you will have the negative self-talk. However, if you end up staying in that tension, eventually the tension will move over into the new reality, which is, of course, the deep connected long-term relationship that you desire to have or a man who continues to follow up, to pursue you and ask you out. Now, I am so excited to talk about this because I'm putting on a free masterclass to go into all of those concepts so much more. So join us on mymclass.com and I'm also going to put that into the description below as well. And finally, number one, be selfish. What happens so often in our childhood, because so many of us have emotionally unavailable parents, we said, wait a minute, it's because it's because it's we are we are basically it's our fault that our parents are not attuning to us and meeting our needs the way we desire. As a consequence, good idea we think is oh, let's become focused on the other person. So if I make all their dreams come true, then maybe they end up meeting my needs. Now, of course, newsflash, this barely to never actually happens. What happens instead is you become more and more other focused. You become more and more like you're losing yourself You're losing your self-respect, your self-dignity. You let people step all over you, all over your boundaries, and so on. So what you want to do instead, so that the man actually respects you and honestly trusts you, you want to become self-focused. You want to actually be in your own body. You actually want to ask yourself on a date, how do I like this date? Am I enjoying myself? instead of working so hard for him to enjoy himself or to control his perception of you, meaning like you're in a controlling um, seat, so to say, it's still other-focused. It's still not self-focused, right? Because if you want to impress him, well, it's because you're other-focused. When you're self-focused, you don't want to impress anyone. You already know you are the price, You already know you are the best thing since sliced bread, so to say. Now, what do you have to do? You have to break through your fears that are around selfishness. Maybe your mom, your dad have actually shamed you for being selfish. That was certainly true with my mom. She has a narcissist herself. And then, of course, with that followed gaslighting at its finest. So she would always say, Antje, you're so selfish because she knew it would cause such a high level of shame inside of my system that I would immediately collapse and apologize and, of course, give all of my power away, which then, of course, served her really well because she got what she really wanted. So you will have to, you will need some support with that, right? Like, because that's what you have to break through that fear that item broke through, of course, And now when somebody says, Auntie, you're so selfish, thank you so much for this compliment. You could not make me a better compliment. And I hope you are selfish as well and put yourself first. Now, for those of you who stayed until the very end, 
This is my bonus secret for you. Wrap your boundaries all over you. Now, what I'm talking about is not putting your boundaries way, way, way ahead that you become so guarded that you don't let any man in. What I'm talking about, it's like a sensual experience, right? When you rub something all over yourself, it's pleasurable, right? Your pleasurable relationship with boundaries, with the word no, no, such a beautiful word. And then what happens is the man actually feels much more how you feel about the boundaries than the boundaries themselves. So even though he hears the word no, he'll feel pleasure inside of his system. That, of course, will make him extremely attracted to you and he will want to commit to you long term. He wants to understand what is that mystery all about. I know this is a little bit of an interesting uh, concept, but try it out. Now, of course, you want to learn more about how to attract that right man for you, then take my free quiz to attract the right man for you at, of course, mymquiz.com. Ladies, I had so much fun. If you haven't watched this video already, watch next. When a man deeply loves you, he will start saying these five things. Lots of love to you. And I will talk to you in the next video. Take care. Much love. Bye-bye.